Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, good morning, friends. It is absolutely wonderful to be here with you this morning, on this chilly Sunday morning. It's good to be here in this nice warm place. Well, how about that gospel reading this morning? Jesus certainly doesn't paint a pretty picture for us today, does he? Imprisonments, natural disasters, wars, destruction, that of the temple, and even Jerusalem itself. So pleasant and uplifting, especially that last part where Jesus says, by your endurance, you will gain your soul. Woohoo! Shoo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. By your endurance, you will gain your soul. My soul. My soul. Well, that's interesting. What exactly is my soul? I mean, I've always thought it was my spirit. But the word soul sounds so different, and yet I know they are the same. I understand things about my body. I understand things about my mind. I also want to understand things about my soul. So if you ask me how I would define my soul or describe exactly what it is, I would say that my soul is like a spiritual homeland. It's like a holy city where God resides, where Jesus lives, and where the Holy Spirit dwells. I believe my soul is like a sacred ground where I stand in the presence of God and where I experience sacred moments. For me, these sacred moments happen when I take communion or when I'm praying alone or with other people. I experience sacred moments when I'm listening to birds or beautiful hymns, watching the sun rise or set, or when I'm enjoying the company of a four-legged friend. All of these things help to nurture my soul. They water my sacred ground. And yet I have to say that my soul has seen its fair share of downtime, times when my sacred ground was experiencing an earthquake. You know, I had just gotten to Utah. Thankfully, I was with some wonderful, lovely Christian Episcopal women who love and serve the Lord every day. I've loved them dearly, been daughters of the King a long time. And we had just gotten to the hotel in Midway, Utah, just outside Salt Lake City, and we were making plans for our triennial convention. It was late, and thankfully I was with them when I got the call from my mom telling me that my dad had died. He was not in good health, but he seemed to be getting better. He was only 66, and we were as close as we'd ever been in my life. His death was devastating to me, and it left me with a lot of questions. But over time, and with the love and support and prayers of so many family and friends, I worked my way through that grief over those difficult months and years. But isn't that a part of the life cycle of our souls? The times of despair, times of hope, the times of drought, and then the times of green pastures, 
This same cycle reminds me of another holy city that has also seen its fair share of destruction and renewal, and that's the city of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the spiritual homeland for the Jewish people and has been for thousands of years. God resides in Jerusalem. People meet God there. Sacred moments happen there. And of course, the temple is there. For us as Christians, Jerusalem is inextricably, inextricably linked with Jesus. Much of his ministry happened in and around Jerusalem. Of course, the upper room is there where Jesus celebrated the Last Supper. And as we know, Jerusalem is the site of his death and resurrection. In the scriptures just before the ones we heard today from Isaiah, Jerusalem had been destroyed. Its enemies had prevailed, and the city was in ruin. But today, we read that Jerusalem is being reborn, how God is creating a new heaven and a new earth, and its people were in despair. But now, they have hope, hope in a new world where the wolf and the lamb shall feed together. And as we read in today's gospel, Jesus warns his followers of rather difficult days ahead. He says there will be wars, natural disasters, and the temple will be torn down and Jerusalem will be destroyed. But he says, do not be terrified, for these things must happen. It's not the end. There is hope for renewal and rebirth. Just hang in there, just hang on, just endure, and you will gain your soul. So this makes me wonder, could it be that our souls are like a little Jerusalem inside of us? Could it be that our soul is like our own personal holy city, a sacred ground where we experience the presence of God in sacred moments of new life and joy? as well as moments of death and sadness. The word Jerusalem literally means place of peace. The core word shalem or shalom means peace. And peace comes from the words completeness or wholeness. Jeru or yiru in Hebrew means they will see or they will feel all. So when we put the two words together, we see that Yerushalem means they will see wholeness, or they will feel the awe of completeness. So Jerusalem is a place of completeness and wholeness because it is the dwelling place of God. I want my soul to be that place of completeness and wholeness, to be that dwelling place of God. I want to be in touch with the shalom inside of me and to sing out, it is well with my soul, even when times are tough. It is through God that this wholeness, this peace, transcends from soul to soul. It's how our souls connect with one another. When your soul grieves, my soul grieves. When you hurt, I hurt. But as Jesus says, this also gives us an opportunity to testify, to give witness or give an account of the times when we have regained that peace and gotten our feet back on solid ground. 
And the really good news is, Jesus says, you don't have to worry when they haul you off to prison because of my name. Or essentially, when you have to provide an answer for your faith in times of trouble. I will give you the words and the wisdom to share. See, the testimony we give when our Jerusalem is under attack could be the very words someone else needs to hear when their Jerusalem is under attack. We can help nurture someone else's sacred ground and bring them back to wholeness once again. When we experience these difficult times, let's remember Jesus' words to just hang on, just hang in there, and endure. And our soul will be a place of peace, a place of wholeness and completeness, because God is there. In Jerusalem, there are lots of signs and billboards and even bumper stickers that read, Pray for the Peace of Jerusalem. It's actually Psalm 122, verse 6. And it's interesting to me that we are to pray for the peace of a city whose name means peace, but whose place can be anything but peaceful. Jerusalem is complicated. And so are our souls. Ups and downs, despair and hope, death and new life. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus, for the courage to stand firm on that sacred ground, whether it's shaky or solid. Thank you for helping us to endure, for truly we have gained our souls. <laughs>